Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast by Somers School. I'm Amanda Bergen, your communications coordinator. And today we're talking with two high school seniors, Peyton DeSiena and Caitlin DeRosa. Hi, girls. Hi. Hello. Thanks for joining me today. You guys have um, both accomplished something really important. And we wanted to talk about it a little bit and share with the community um, something that you've worked really hard to achieve. So Peyton, why don't you tell me first what the award was that you both have received? So the National Student Council's Distinguished Student Leader Award is an accomplishment that's earned by the uh, by a student in high school, usually their senior, junior, senior year, because it takes a long time to kind of get the process going. And mostly entails just acts of service and volunteership, working with the school and community to kind of promote student advocacy and leadership within the school and their own town and community. Caitlin, how long has this been something that you've been eyeing? Uh, Well, Ms. O'Shea actually posted it to our um, student council Schoology page, I think back when me and Peyton were sophomores, I want to say. And we both like immediately went up to her after the next student council meeting after that. And we're like, wow, this sounds really awesome. How do we get involved? So after that, we set up a meeting with her and started going over the first steps to um, start the process and it's all, it's all history from there. So tell me, let's start with, talk a little bit about what the award means, and then we'll talk about what it takes to get it. This award means a lot to both me and Peyton because we've both been like very involved in student council from a very young age, Peyton even younger than I was. Um, and, you know, it's just, it feels great to be recognized for all the har- hard work that we've put into student council and becoming a leader so that we can help better the, stu- the school community and help out in actually the greater community as well. It not only was just an accomplishment to show all that we've been able to go through these past few years, not just in high school, but in middle school and um, in our like earlier work in student council as well, Uh, but also was a really valuable learning skill because a lot of the tasks that were used to kind of complete this award uh, were really important in developing a lot of life skills um, in leadership and responsibility, learning, civic civic action, stuff like that. Um, So, I mean, not just the award was amazing, but also the things that we were able to learn in the process. Yeah, I definitely believe that uh, both of us have grown a lot as a leader since beginning this process, as we've had to take steps um, that were probably a little bit out of our comfort zone at part, at times. Um, Can you give and, me some examples? Uh, yeah, well, I remember there was at one point we had to like think of a, a, like a team building activity mm-hmm. to do with the council. Um, and kind of take over the meeting from some of the higher up students, like we were sophomores and juniors, um, taking the reins and leading the meeting over some of the seniors, um, which was a little bit um, intimidating, but (laughs) it it worked out great. And so I think that first step in uh, doing something that maybe you're a little bit nervous to do really helps grow your leadership skills. Um, We also like, had to do civic engagement where we talked about um, ways where we could improve the the school and the the school community with admin. Um, And there were many ways that we did that as well. So how long have you been working towards this? Keila mentioned before that we were first informed of it about our sophomore year of high school. 
but I'd say a lot of the action really kicked off our junior year, um, especially because a lot of it had writing components and like physical um, components where you'd have to like do activities. And so the writing components could kind of be done whenever. I mostly finished them this summer going into my junior year because I wanted to have them done before the activities. I'm not sure when you did them, um, <laughs> Caitlin. I, I kind of broke them up a bit. Uh, you might've done some of them like your sophomore and junior year too. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the like activities mostly happened the end of our junior year um, and then summer of like senior year, stuff like that. Because we got the award September, October of um, 2020. So yeah. most of the stuff had to happen like by the end of the summer. I think I finished up like some of my last activities and it wasn't even like the act of doing them. It was just mm -hmm. the act of like putting them into the thing um, around like August or early September. Um, so it, it kind of started with providing us with a general overview of leadership. And there was a lot of like readings that we had to do. And then after each reading, we would be given a prompt and would have to reflect upon that prompt um, and write like a page or so for each thing. Um, there was quite a lot of readings that we had to do about the different styles of leadership and different ways that we can promote team building and like how to help a council that might be like in need of team building, um, different ways that you can be involved in civic engagement, things like that. Um, and then after a couple of readings, like I think after like every four readings, there would be based on what you read, you would have to complete that activity. So after reading a whole lot about civic engagement, um, the, the task that we would have is like, okay, so now go see where you can be civically engaged in your community or your school community, um, do it, and then write another page to reflect on it. There was um, A, part A, which was mostly like the readings and the writings, part B, which was service, um, part C was civic engagement, and part D was like, personal leadership and like reflection on everything you've done. For um, my service project, I actually was able to work with my original cast project for the IB diploma, which was creativity, activity, service, um, where I combined creativity and service to create a website that investigated human rights violations across the world. And I was both my own um, writer and publisher for that website. Uh, where I would write articles about human rights violations across the world, mostly looking at the Americas. And I believe I wrote a piece about um, Africa as well and kind of talked about the human rights violations occurring and then also formating that whole website and spreading it to others in a virtual webinar that I did actually with Caitlin as well with her project. Mm. <laughs> wow. Caitlin, what was your community service project? Yeah, mine actually stemmed from... Uh, being something similar to Peyton because we are both a part of the RISE club at school in addition to being heavily involved in many other clubs. Um, can, you explain what, had, can you explain what that club is? Oh, the RISE club? Okay. So it stands for Representatives Inspiring Social Equality. And we basically, um, we learn a lot about current human rights violations. And then um, eventually we get to present at both the middle school and high school human rights institutes. Um, where we pick, we basically pick a human rights violation that's currently going on, and then we teach it to a bunch of um, either sophomores in high school or seventh graders. Um, we're actually in the process of preparing for this year's high school institute. Um, 
But in addition, we were also told from being in that club about the uh, Holocaust and Human Rights Education Center, where they were piloting a program where they were having high schoolers interview Holocaust survivors, which I was I thought was really intriguing. So um, both me and Peyton actually got to interview a survivor and wow. used it for our IB cast project. Um, and so for my project, I basically, I took her story and then I made it into a PowerPoint presentation that I recorded myself presenting and put it on YouTube so that um, we can have a lot, of, a lot more people be able to see her story. Because wow. I think it's so important to have those individual survivor accounts because it, it tells so much more than like the little blurb you'll get in a history textbook and gives you more of an individual experience because there's no one single experience of such a large scale event. Tell me a little bit about the award now. Um, how many people apply? How are you chosen? I believe there's something around a thousand, like 1,100 or 1,100 yeah. people that won. I don't know if that meant just this year, if that meant like ever because it's a very small number of people who won the award, but it is, it's a very rigorous process. And that's not to say, that's not to discourage anyone from wanting to apply, but because there's a lot that goes into it, I think that it requires a strong set of self-motivation and like discipline to kind of like keep going and persevering through the whole process. Uh, but in the end, it's, it's really worth it. Me and Peyton are both the first two students in Westchester County to win this award and among the first in the entire state of New York to win the award as well, uh, on top of being that's the first fantastic. from Summers. So um, that's kind of speaks to uh, the prestige of it. Can you, can you each talk a little bit about how your experience at Somers High School um, played a, a part in your wanting to to apply for this award, and also how your experience at the high school has shaped who you are. I think a big part of this award, as I was mentioning before, is how like I've just been so involved in student council from a very young age. Like I still have a video of 10-year-old me practicing my speech in, for the fifth grade election way back in SIS. Did you win? Um, no, actually. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> that just goes to show that, like, even if you lose, you can still keep going and, like, you can still be successful. I mean, look, me and Payton both got this award and I didn't win in SIS. So even if you lose, like, don't give up. Um, I think also I've become very in involved in the school com community um, outside of student council as well. As I mentioned, the RISE Club. And I'm also in science research and involved in the musical ensembles. So I think being so heavily involved in the community, um, especially the school community, makes me so much more willing to put in the hard work in order to get this award and be recognized for all of um, the things that goes into being a part of the student council. Yeah, so for me, like Caitlin was saying, Somers really made student council something big, even starting in intermediate school. So back in third grade, uh, for the most part, most of our school knew about student government at the time. And we had like class elections. And then even in the middle school and high school, people knew that we kind of had this important role in the school community um, and fostering these good intentions and like positive atmosphere within this school. So I think that that sense of encouragement from the school itself and the district really played an important role in showing how student council can be helpful in your future career or future path. It doesn't even have to be in a job. Just like really 
boosts life skills. There are certain aspects of communication and uh, discipline that you're kind of not taught, but you learn through student council and even some like really important roles that you can play in the council itself, even if you don't have like a top position. Like I wasn't, I wasn't executive board president or, or like on the, the executive board, but everyone still played an important role in how the council kind of carried out certain decisions. So I think that that was really important in kind of showing the importance of the award and encouraging me to keep going. Mm-hmm. I think also like um, student council also helps you learn to manage your time and really like manage yourself as well to make sure that you're keeping up with deadlines and stuff. Um, Cause we're planning like big school-wide events like spirit week and um, winter spirit week and field day. And you got to learn how to like work collaboratively with others, which is a really big skill going into, um, you know, even college and the workforce post high school plans. Um, so it, it really teaches you a lot. And I think it helps you grow as a person as well, which is really highlighted in this award. So speaking of post high school plans, do either of you have any particular plans you want to share or any thoughts about where you go from here? Peyton, you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So actually, both of us will be going to the same school. Oh, you're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Different programs, but we both got accepted into Cornell. So that's where we'll both be planning to go uh, fall 2021. Um, I'll be studying. Yeah, it's it's a nice accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be studying biological sciences there. Um, Then Caitlin. Uh, I'll be studying animal sciences with a concentration in pre-veterinary medicine because I want to be a vet. It wouldn't be a 2020-2021 podcast without talking about how the pandemic has affected the two of you (laughs) both in the how, both in your last semester of high school, um, and also with student council, how what have your challenges been? So, I mean, for me, the pandemic was obviously something negative that really took a toll on on my own health and well being. And at the beginning, only because the sudden change was so drastic, the way that we were kind of like thrown back into our homes and like, do not speak to anyone, do not go outside. <laughs> It was like you were huddled and like afraid in your um, your bed. You couldn't even leave your room. Uh, but as I kind of learned these time management skills from the award, but as we were staying at home more, kind of getting back into like the swing of classes and online learning, even though it wasn't as it is now, um, I was able to apply kind of the findings and the research that I was able to do during the Nastuka Award into my own daily life and created kind of routines for myself to get up in the morning eat breakfast, do work, um, go to bed at a normal time instead of staying up until 1 a.m., 2 a.m., watching random videos. So, I mean, the pandemic took a toll at the beginning, but then it slowly became more normal as you kind of put that focus into perspective. Yeah, I'd agree with everything that Peyton said, especially the part where she was talking about how we could apply what we've learned throughout um, the process of getting this award. Uh, especially the time management skills and the scheduling skills. Um, I remember Peyton was showing me this whole like calendar that she had planned out for herself, which um, was pretty awesome. Um, And it really just showed like yourself. If you had all the free time, 
to do the things that you've always said that you wanted to do with the free time? Like, would you actually be able to do it? Um, which was interesting to see, especially myself. Like I tried picking up, trying to learn how to crochet and stuff. <laughs> um, didn't really work out, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I still tried it. Additionally, I think that like being so involved in school has definitely helped me with the pandemic and all the virtual hybrid learning that we're doing. Cause I've noticed that a lot of students and my peers have become like pretty unmotivated to do their work and are falling behind a little bit with their work. Um, but being so involved kind of helps with that um, motivation issue. It, it helps like push you to keep going with your schoolwork and stay um, on task, especially like with the time management skills that I've learned from student council and getting my work in on time and all that good stuff. What are you both looking forward to for the rest of this school year? I'm mostly looking forward to the, I'm, I'm definitely not looking forward to studying for possible exams. Oh That's goodness. like the one thing I'm not looking forward to. Um, I mean, I'm just really excited for like the spring when we can finally have a decent weather outside that's not covered in snow. Um, and we can actually go outside and hopefully be able to, to see more people instead of being cooped up in the houses. Cause now that we need to be like outside to kind of like talk in without the masks and stuff like six, six feet apart, it's always nice to kind of be outside, have fun, sit in the sun, relax the people. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, being a senior and I'm, I'm the senior class president. So we're working hard to try and like get all these events done for the seniors. So I think I'm really looking forward to um, seeing all of our plans uh, kind of take place and all the events that we're having. Um, even though they're going to look a little bit different, we're still doing our best to try and have them. And I think that all the hard work that we're going to put into trying to make them possible is definitely going to pay off. Um, even if it's not exactly what we pictured for our senior year, it's still going to be something. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to at least having some experiences. Well, I hope that you get the experiences that you're looking forward to. It's been a rough year for everybody, but you two have achieved so much. And you should both be really proud of it. I know that Somers is really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you both for joining me and best of luck to you. Thank, Thank you. you.